This is a special presentation of Answers for Elders with Carriage. Well, welcome back to the program, everyone. I have one of our favorite people, Beth Deems from Mission Healthcare, and they are a carriage community. Um, they do skilled nursing and acute care rehabilitation. And Beth is going to explain to us a little bit about what that's all about. But we're going to talk today a little bit about the most confusing topic for so many of us. And that is basically, um, believe it or not, Medicare. Um, We know what the rules are now. And of course, obviously, um, Beth's going to give that to us. So welcome to the program, Madam Beth. Thank you, Suzanne. Lovely to be here. I am so glad you're here because um, it is confusing. Medicare is one of those situations that, especially when you're helping a senior parent, um, obviously there's different, you know, you're going to go Part D, Part B, or whatever (laughs) the numbers that you have to fix. So why don't you just give us an overview of how Medicare works? Okay, well, you have Medicare A, which is your inpatient. Anytime you go into the hospital, you use your Medicare A. Um, You also use Medicare A for skilled nursing for short-term rehab. But then you have Medicare B, Mm -hmm. which is an option that you pay for. Mm -hmm. Everybody gets Medicare A, but Medicare B you have to pay for, and that is your outpatient to go see the doctor. Correct. Then you have your Medicare D, which is your prescription plan. Correct. So um, a lot of times you can get your B and your D grouped under one plan, like maybe through Aetna or Blue Cross. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you need a supplement because Medicare usually pays 80% and leaves that 20%. So you get a supplemental program that pays that extra 20%. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. plus your co-pays. There are co-pays to go into the hospital. But that supplemental plan, Plan F, is one of the most comprehensive Mm -hmm. ones that will cover those co-pays and the 20%. You're amazing. You know all of this stuff. (laughs) How many of us? Beth, I took care of my mom for six years. And I have to say that this is probably one of the most confusing um, scenarios. And, of course, I was taking care of her in, you know, the uh, mid-2000s when all of this stuff changed. And, of course, we're probably looking in the future that there may be some changes. So, you know, um, a lot of us are now confused of where we at now, what's going to happen in the future. We don't know um, with the new health care um, plans, etc. But right now we're just going with what is today. <clears throat> and um, so let's talk about if your parent is in the hospital and the objective of the hospital obviously is to release them to a skilled care rehab facility as soon as possible in most cases, if they have had a stroke or a um, heart disease, you know, heart attack or wound or broken bone or anything like that. Um, so what happens at that point? Well, this is where it gets a little confusing. Um, the, the most important qualifying thing that you have to have while you're in the hospital is what's called a three day qualifying stay. That means you have to actually be admitted into the hospital Mm -hmm. and you have to be admitted for three midnights. Now, the hospital does something called observation. Observation does not count. So you're actually in the hospital. You Mm -hmm. can be in an observation bed for three days. Amazing. And that doesn't count as your qualifying stay. You have to be admitted. So 
are you then responsible for the payment? If yes. You're in if you're in observation, you don't get to use your Medicare in a short-term rehab. So let's say you go into the emergency <laughs> room at 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And you are there for five days. Now, you assume that they admitted you because you're there for five days. Sure. But you came in at 10 p.m. Let's say they didn't formally admit you until 1 a.m. You've got an You've over missed midnight. that one midnight. Now, you've been in there for five days, so you still have sure. know, four more days. But you can't count that first one because they didn't admit you until 1 a.m., which is past the midnight. So how costly does that get to your apparent? So if a person is admitted to observation and not admitted, mm-hmm. but yet they need to come to a short-term rehab, they would have to pay out of pocket for the board room and board which is roughly around $450 a day. Holy moly. And then their Part B Medicare would pay for their therapy. Right. So everyone out there that's taking care of a senior parent, the moral of this story is you need to get your parent admitted immediately. Um, This is a a vital importance. And sometimes you have to fight for that. We've had residents where they've said, oh, no, that's not a qualifying stay. We're not going to admit them. And the family has had to really fight Mm -hmm. to have them changed from observation to being admitted. That's powerful. That's very powerful. And um, and because it's Medicare, this is a federal thing. It's not a um, state thing. So obviously, no matter where your parents are in the country, um, whatever you're doing <clears throat> with your folks, obviously you need to realize that the number one thing is $450 a day can be extremely heartbreaking and costly. Now, one of the other scenarios that I'd like to talk about <coughs> is a lot of people don't want to come to a short-term rehab sure. facility. They, they think they can do it. They've been admitted maybe for four <coughs> days with a hip fracture, and they're mm-hmm. going to go home with home health, and they think that they can do it, Right. And so they've had that three-day qualifying stay at the hospital, but they choose to go home. So they go home, and things are just really tough, and they're just not making it, even with the home health. As helpful as they are, this patient just wasn't quite ready for that. You have a 30-day window after you leave that hospital, after a qualifying stay, that if you're failing at home, you can be admitted straight into the short-term rehab that's hospital. awesome. So you have that 30 days. Now, mm-hmm. after the 30 days, it gets much more complicated. But so remember, if you go home and it's you just think to yourself, oh, I was wrong. I should have gone to the inpatient rehab. You can make that phone call and you've had that qualifying stay and you're within your 30-day window. Mm-hmm. We can get you in. That's amazing. That's amazing. And that's good to know because a lot of people don't know that piece. So as far as if I have Medicare, <clears throat> okay, I, I'm just going to ask because I, you are with a skilled care facility. And I remember when I had my mom, um, she would go to a skilled nursing facility. And in the early days, they just would transfer her out. And I never got to think about, well, where they just told me where she was going. They never gave me a choice. I didn't know that I had a choice. I do now. <laughs> in other words, I don't care if I if mom's in a hospital in, in Renton, I could bring her to Mission Healthcare. Absolutely. And I could make that choice. Absolutely. Because <clears throat> um, I don't think discharge planners really give us the full facts in the hospitals uh, of this whole thing. And then 
<clears throat> it's just kind of like you're at this the mercy of whatever they tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and so the idea would be obviously is to if as soon as your parent gets in the hospital, you need to start looking at their next step mm-hmm. and making sure that you check their Medicare benefits. You understand what specifically that they have. That's a really um, important piece of this, isn't it? And that's one of the things we do at <coughs> Mission um, when we get the inquiry from the hospital is we check benefits. So we are usually able to let the discharge planner or the social worker know, hey, they have a copay. Right. So we are talking to Beth Deems from Mission Healthcare in Bellevue, and they are a carriage community, um, part of several here in the area and in the Pacific Northwest. So, Beth, what qualifies a patient besides um, that there's this, this like this 30-day rule or whatever? I know that a lot of people, they're in rehab, and then all of a sudden they're no, they give notice. At least this was what happened for my mom. Um, by the way, her benefits run out in seven days, and we're going to release her into assisted living. Well, you have up to a 100-day <clears throat> benefit on Medicare right. for short-term rehab. It doesn't mean you'll get all 100 days because you need the patient needs to be continuing to show progress. And if they've reached their plateau to where there is no progress, then we have to give a... Um, 48-hour notice. Perfect. Perfect. So so when you give that 48-hour notice, <clears throat> then the supplemental policy can take over and pay more. No. Can it not? Oh, no. can't. No, Aha. the supplemental policy only pays what Medicare doesn't pay for. Ah, so they pay the difference. The 20%. See, this is different. Medicare pays 100% for the first 20 days in skilled nursing and then 80% from day 21 to 100. Got it. Got it. So Medicare will cover, obviously, skilled care. Um, It also covers, when we talked about therapy, explain to me what the therapy is that they get. The Part B will cover um, outpatient therapy, or if you're in a skilled nursing facility, not under Medicare, maybe private pay, or um, under Medicaid, then it will pay for therapy. But it will not pay for the room and board. Okay, so so that... So the skilled care has to do with, obviously, in physical therapy, there's actually, I know that they used to take my mom um, to a room, and they would work with her in various exercises. And, um, of course, there is a difference, everyone, between physical therapy and occupational therapy, um, which we had a guest on earlier that gave us an explanation. But you guys do both. Is that correct? As well as speech therapy. And speech therapy. Mm -hmm. For those that have had strokes, absolutely. That's important. And speech therapists uh, work with swallow difficulties and also cognitive difficulties. Right, right. So um, what other information do we need to know about Medicare? The other thing about Medicare and skilled nursing is that after you discharge from a Medicare stay on skilled nursing, you again have that 30-day window when you go home that if you still have days left over, that if you need to come back, you can. Perfect, perfect. So, Beth, how do we reach you? My phone number is 206-930-2873, or my email is bethd at missionhealthcare.com. Perfect. And then you guys have a website, don't you? Yes, it's missionhealthcare.com. Perfect. Thank you for so much for being on the program. Thank you so much, Suzanne. This has been a special presentation of Answers for Elders with Carriage. 
For more information for Carriage, go to carriage.com. That's C-A-R-E-A-G-E dot com. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Way Showers who will help your journey a lot easier.